Hallelujah and pass the gravy. We're reporting to you live from our new bathtub. Thanks to all of our viewers and our wonderful sponsors. It is a state-of-the-art um, warm tub, hot tub, when we first got in. Now just kind of warm. Um, the wind is great. We are out here on location to welcome in the holiday season. And with our very special guest all the way from out of town, Minnesota, Parker Dutch Bjorlin. Hey, everybody. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here for the first episode from the new tub. And I think we've got a good show in store for you guys. Yeah, we uh, we flew him in because he's a friend of the podcast and a resident holiday expert, which is our topic of conversation today. You want to talk a little bit about that, Dutch? Yeah, so we just wrapped up one of my favorite holidays, uh, that being Halloween. And, and now we're heading into the thick of the holiday season. And most people start to uh, celebrate Christmas around this time, but... I feel like a lot of people leave out the uh, forgotten middle child of the fall holidays, and that being Thanksgiving. And that's personally my favorite holiday. So, what's I don't know better about than you guys. what's better than beer and football? All right, food and football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need to give Thanksgiving more time to breathe. Like, even look at the Macy's Day Parade, and it's pretty much a Christmas parade. Yeah, it's just inflatable Santas here. We got a big old Christmas tree coming into town. Give Thanksgiving the love it deserves. So to usher officially in November 1st, the holiday season, we're going to talk all things holiday. Uh, let's dive right in. Man, I will tell you, the November winds are picking up. It is getting a little chilly out here, but we are still out here ready to talk about holidays. And I think... I think we set up the first holiday pretty well, the upcoming Thanksgiving. Um, given that you're the holiday expert, do you want to give some of your uh, preliminary thoughts on Thanksgiving, Dutch? Yeah. So I think Thanksgiving is by far my favorite holiday. And I think that's kind of an unpopular opinion when it comes to talking about your favorite holidays. Most people choose the Christmases, the... Fourth of July's. I have a couple people that I know choose Halloween as their favorite. Really? Yeah. I'd, I'd put that in a close second, but Thanksgiving has always been my favorite one. Even when I was younger and I didn't appreciate the good food, I still loved that it was, well, one, it's right before my birthday at the beginning of December. And then, quick plug. And, <laughs> and then December 4th, uh, if, if, if you're thinking of getting me any, any presents. But it's right before kind of Christmas and that fun time where you get a little break off of school and the anticipation's just kind of starting to rise. Yep. So I think even when I was a kid and I didn't appreciate all the good food, um, I still liked getting, getting together with the family, sometimes lacing up the skates and getting out on the pond and playing some hockey with your cousins. Um, yeah, and definitely now that I've been in college and I've been forced to make my own food, um, this will be my first year back home for Thanksgiving. So I'm really excited to eat some good food, see some family, and hopefully there's enough uh, cold days between now and Thanksgiving where we can hopefully lace up the skates and get out on the pond. Yeah, um, talking about going home for Thanksgiving, since we're both from Minnesota, I haven't been back home just like you. And quick shout out to one of our good friends and friends of the podcast, Jack Humphrey and his parents have me over for Thanksgiving at their house last year and probably also this year. So I just want to give a big shout out to them. Um, see you in a 
things. Yeah, and I was also invited to that Thanksgiving, um, but I woke up in the morning with a sore tummy, and I ended up... Uh, couldn't quite swing all the green casserole. Yeah, I, had, I ended up sleeping on the couch most of the day and watching football, but it's still a nice break from the hustle bustle of daily life. Yeah, I brought him back some leftovers, so... I mean, I'll say... I- End of October through January 1st, probably the best stretch of the entire year. Well, it's because it's my birthday on the 2nd, Dutch's on December 4th, and then your birthday right December after December 28th. Yep, yeah, that's right. So that's probably why it's the best part of the year. And I think I think Thanksgiving especially is nice because it sits in the middle of all the fun holidays. So you can enjoy Thanksgiving without having to think, oh, man, it's the end of the holiday season. You're like not even to Christmas yet. That's that's one of the big things that I don't like about Christmas is after that you're kind of just ramping down and yep. there's not a lot to look forward to. You're in the dead of winter. There's not a light at the end of the tunnel, and it's <laughs> yep. it's it's kind of sad. Cold and, and rain. The, the next thing to look forward to is summer, which is six months later. Yeah, and, and I I'll, I'll say it. New Year's Eve blows. It's terrible every year. It is always bad. Can we agree on that? Yes. Yeah. Everybody always has these big expectations yep. and they want to make these big plans. And I feel like nothing ever happens, especially kids our age. We're not quite old enough to be in our own places and like have shindigs of our own. It's around the time of the year that most of us are back home with our parents. And but you're still old enough to like have friends and go out and do fun stuff. But I feel like it never ends up. There's just this huge pressure to make plans. And for whatever reason, it seems like all the year, all the days of the year, it takes the longest to get to midnight on New Year's Eve when you're staring at a clock. For sure. That's why when plans are hard, I'm going to give a quick plug idea for something that you all should do if your New Year's are getting bad. But a couple of years ago, um, Dutch and I and our friend Rafe, we made the list. Right. And it's just a list of different things that you can do. We have 130 different things on there. And you just ask Siri for a random number and you say, hey Siri, give me a number between one and 130 and she'll give you the thing, whatever it lands on, you have to go do it. How, did, how many times did you say we've done that so far? Probably done it about, just we've done it at least I think six times. And one night we ended up hiking at midnight on a snow covered river at a state park. Wow. <laughs> Um, what are some of the other ones we've done? Oh, we've bumped in, uh, through baloney on cars. <laughs> um, one time we had to poop somewhere weird. And we, we did it. Not our best moment. No, not our best moment. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think I think if you're looking for something to do on computers, just get a list of maybe not 130, but maybe 20 things that you can try. When uh, go back to Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, we we've been on a tangent. <laughs> you prefer the uh, you prefer the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade or the Perina Purebred Dog Show at one? Definitely dog show guy. Really? I've watched. I think I've watched the dog show more than I've watched the Macy's parade. I would say the content of the dog show is better, but I like the parade just because it's nice to have on in the background. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just there, and the fireplace is on, yep. and the smell of the turkeys starting to come. Ooh, it's yeah. it's good. It's probably because I don't know about you guys. Maybe we'll talk about this next. The parade is usually on right once we get back from running the gobble gallop. 
Oh, we're moving into holiday traditions. Yeah, our hometown's 5K turkey trot. Um, have, have you ever done that? We have. We have a turkey trot. Um, I think I did it. I might have done it like once. How was it? It was good. It was in Youngstown, so just kind of ran through old steel mill town. But you just did it once, and <laughs> yeah, I just did it once. Said, yeah, my, I'm my family is very fitness oriented, and I am not so much. <laughs> so I'm not. I've only done it like once. But. Yeah, my mom was always a big runner. She still is, and it kind of became a tradition when we were pretty young. We wake up early in the morning. There was usually fresh snow on the ground. It was a chilly morning, and we'd head downtown lace up the shoes and go for a little run and it was it was kind of a nice start to the day a lot of people like to hate on the turkey trots but i think it gets you out of bed early and gets you going up for one of the best holidays it's yeah it starts it starts you burning those calories early because you know once it hits afternoon you're going to be full of turkey potatoes green bean casserole gravy all over the place and then you're just going to be watching football on the couch. So you got to do something active in the morning, like a gobble gala. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I got to ask, what's your what's your go-to beverage for Thanksgiving dinner? I've always been – I don't like milk, but that's my go-to I was just going to say, for, I'm a big milk man. I'm, I'm not a big milk man, <laughs> but I, it just goes so well with all the food because, I don't know, I've never had wine or anything like that with – Thanksgiving, it's always been milk or water. Hmm. How, about How about you? I I usually have a Sprite because oh. I, I feel like I feel like it'd be a little bit too much too much bubbles in my tummy for that. You think? I don't. But milk just seems so rich to me that it like uh, kind of you're kind of shooting yourself in the leg as far but, as. But but all the food is rich. You just it's the day to just indulge and just like put it all in you. Yeah. On the topic of food, what are your guys most Overrated and underrated side dishes for Thanksgiving or holidays in general. Yeah, I can start. I got to go underrated, uh, the cranberry sauce. I feel like everyone in my family kind of skips over it, mm-hmm. but really it goes well with everything. You can put it on the turkey and it's good. You can put it with, eat it with green beans and it's good. Mm-hmm. I like the tartness of it, and I like how I can appreciate it despite people ignoring it most of the time. Mashed potatoes too. It's great with mashed potatoes. So I would also put cranberries as my un- biggest underrated. Are you a cranberry sauce guy or the stuff that comes out of the jar and it's just like like cubes of jelly? <laughs> oh, cranberry. no, no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, I love the uh, – yeah, I love the like actual cranberries in the cranberry sauce. It's like yeah. a cranberry gravy. Oh, yeah. you don't want the one that comes out of the can. And it's just like oh, yeah. it's got all the lines on it still and just sits there like a loaf. Yeah, you yeah. dice it. And- so one side of my family does the – the jarred cranberries that just come out and you can still see like the <laughs> indents from the line like from the can on the cranberries and then my other side of the family does like the homemade cranberry sauce and so you go to the one families for thanksgiving then well, i go to both oh i was gonna move into that after this but what would what would you say you're underrated i would go for some reason i feel like every time that i go somewhere for thanksgiving people don't make it unless i bring it and that's green bean casserole I love a good green bean casserole. People, people kind of shit on that. They say, you know what? We're going to skip that this year. And I'll say, I'll bring it just for myself. I can't say I've ever had that. I think. That's why it's underrated. Is that the one? It's got like, it's green beans, green gravy, and it's got like uh, fried onions. Fried yeah, onions. French's onions. Yeah, those are so, I love those. Those are so good. That's, that's on my list too. What would you guys say 
the biggest overrated food is. Am I going to get canceled for this? Because <laughs> I'm going to say the turkey. Yeah, I'm with you. It's kind of dry. Why? It's Why? usually very dry, especially the white meat. I like the dark meat, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's like... It's it's not very good on its own. It's good with other stuff like the cranberry sauce or mashed potatoes, but mm-hmm. just eating plain turkey is not great. And no. I think it's a little overrated. And the tryptophan does me no favors because <laughs> <laughs> you're always asleep the, on the yeah, couch that afterwards. Afternoon. Yeah, I can't even watch football or Monsters Inc. on ABC Family. Yeah, I would agree. The white, just big slab of turkey meat, is by far my least favorite part of the whole meal. But it is good on a turkey little little turkey roll the next day yeah. oh yeah the leftovers that is mayo. a big thing yeah i'm definitely a dark meat guy but when it comes to making a little sandwich the next day you yeah. put a piece of uh white turkey meat with a little bit of gravy on a bun oh that's good We're, we might just call this the chef show from now on. we'll just whip <laughs> whipping stuff up i feel like the people who prefer white meat are the same people who order their steaks well done Hey, you may be one of those people ah, that I've met. That you. was four years ago. <laughs> we will never learn. We will never let you live it down. Was that a, was I ordering a hamburger or something? <laughs> no, we were at steak night at KCOM, and then we all oh, yeah. we order we order our steaks medium rare, and Andrew goes, um, "I'll have mine well done." <laughs> the chef looks at him oh, no, like he <laughs> like he just killed somebody, and then he goes, "Okay, I guess." And we have not stopped giving it to him. Did for it come out looking like a hockey puck? pretty close <laughs> i yeah i'm never gonna leave that down yeah. i can't believe i used to order steaks like that you at forgot your, at, all the flavor at your wedding i'm gonna serve you a well done steak <laughs> just desserts or i mean just entrees i guess in that situation yeah. uh, one of the things that my family does um when we have like our big extended family thanksgiving to combat the dry turkey is we'll cook up a big turkey and a ham Ooh, okay Ooh. i like that because it gives it gives it a little bit, the ham is a little bit juicier. So like I'll go up, I'll get like a slice of ham and also like a thigh from the turkey, and then I am set. So, how do you guys? How does your families usually prepare the turkey? Is it are you guys in oven families? Are you a deep fryer? I was just gonna say you drop it frozen in the deep fryer and watch it explode. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, over the grill? I've never done over the grill. Mm-hmm. Is that popular? Not. I don't really. That's so. how we've done it the past few years. And does it turn out pretty well? It turns out really good because you smoke it for a little bit first. Mm. Yeah, I've done the smoked. Yeah, so. I've done that with a with a whole chicken, but I've wanted to try a turkey, so I haven't done that yet. It's good. So you, most mostly oven families. Well, yeah, we're mostly yeah, ovens. Oven. We we've smoked it outside before. We did the we did the deep fryer one year. But always, I think we only did that once because after that, we started seeing the videos of people who didn't know that you had to thaw it out first. And then they just like dropped the frozen turkey in the hot oil and it just like exploded. It's a cannon. <laughs> so um, I feel like a deep fryer is one of the least good ways to do a turkey for Thanksgiving. Hmm. I uh, I have a I have a really big family, um, very loud Italian, Romanian. <laughs> um, we usually do two turkeys. Um, and that's, and that's sometimes not even enough. Like we'll have sandwiches the next day, but, um, I think sometimes we'll smoke one and put one in the oven, um, at, at, at grandma Mearson's in, uh, Stony Brook Lane, Youngstown or Canfield, Ohio. Are we all invited? Is we inviting the entire audience to come and hang out in the front yard? My grandmother would welcome you in. She would feed you pasta. <laughs> on, and Thanksgiving. We, yeah, on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. And then we would watch the Harry Potter marathon. Is that a whole weekend? 
that sounds, like a, that sounds like a good tradition. Let's, yeah. While we're on the topic of food, let's talk about what other holidays have the best. We've been focusing a lot on Thanksgiving, but what are your guys' favorite holidays with good food? I, I feel like Christmas and Thanksgiving are very similar in terms of the food. It's just Christmas. I, I feel like it's just lower in quantity. Yeah. People go over the top for Thanksgiving, and they're still coming down off of that around thing or around Christmas. So most people will do a, a turkey and a ham, maybe some mashed potatoes, corn, but it's not all the extra stuff like the stuffing, the yeah. cranberries. You really, I don't know about you guys. They're thinking about the the holiday weight after Thanksgiving. They go, uh, maybe we should not eat as much this month. Yeah, but diet starts January first. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have ham on New Year's Eve? Ooh. Or New Year's Day? I have not. Usually, like usually, family stuff is done like around Christmas, and then New Year's we either just like have too high expectations and end up not really doing anything. Uh huh. Yeah, New Year's Eve used to be deep fry a turkey and have a massive party. Like my parents would have over all their friends, and they would bring their kids, and we'd ride snowmobiles outside and play outside until like two in the morning, and it was. It used to be my favorite holiday, but it just slowly, the parties got smaller, uh, people got further away, and now it's just a sad holiday. <laughs> um, one of my favorite holidays for food is 4th of July. You cook mm, you cook up yeah. some ribs on the grill, or uh, maybe you smoke a nice big pork butt, maybe a brisket, <laughs> and then you also have the uh, corn on the cob, get it all buttered up. And classic just brats and hamburgers mm. yes which yeah. we did yesterday really and those were good those, those hot dogs came out well listen Thanks. to this tj was talking to a lady yesterday and was i and when they began talking oh they they were on the topic of what we were doing earlier in the day and we had been cooking brats and italian sausage and hot dogs and whatnot and the girl had never heard of a brat before she, she, she thought it was spelled b-r-o-t i had to google what? a picture and i was like how do you not know what this is? And then she said, oh, that's a sausage. <laughs> I mean, excuse me? American? I mean, I it's know. all good and whatnot. I just can't believe. That's like never hearing of like a sandwich before. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's just a staple of grilling. Yeah. Also, watermelon on 4th of July. Delicious. Oh. Sometimes I'll get, sometimes watermelons will be really good or sometimes they're just like, just water and that's it. They yeah, like you, it has to be red enough. Like I feel like there's a two-week period where it's just super, super good. But then outside of that, it's just a pretty average fruit. Yeah. In high school, I used to work at this produce um, like company. for. I worked there and overnight, like eight-hour shifts at night. And we would always load up like trucks with like 20 watermelons each. And the boss would let me have some watermelons that I would bring home. And I figured out how to pick out the good watermelons. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, I'm going to use this <laughs> trick in the future to just impress everybody with my watermelon skills. We uh, we also do ham on Easter. Um, and you we just, usually eat ham all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that too. I, Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, pretty similar. Because you're yeah. they're, they're kind of a formal meal. Whereas... Other holidays aren't as formal, like Fourth of July. It's grilling everybody's yeah. outside, but yeah, we usually do ham on Easter too. No turkey. Do you ever have cheesy potatoes? Because those are my favorite part of with ham. Which kind of cheesy potatoes? There's a there's the scallops. There's um, you can do like cheesy mashed potatoes. You can do cheesy like cut in the cubes. Yeah, it's che cheesy cubed. Okay, the way I've always had them is thinly sliced, and mm. then they're just kind of like stacked in a 
in a mm-hmm. pan and then the cheese like on top. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how that's how usually that we do it is the the au gratin. Have you um au gratin? <laughs> you guys do anything for Black Friday? I used to think it was super cool and I wanted to wake up really early and get out and shop even though I had no money. And I went one <laughs> year, I went one year on Thanksgiving when the stores started going earlier and earlier and I went and I said this is lame like you still have to pay for stuff that's not free. <laughs> yeah, I've, I think I've gone Black Friday shopping once, and it was at like 4 p.m. Just because like we had to like go get some like toothpaste or something. Like so, we didn't actually go Black Friday shopping. We just went shopping on that Friday. That's a and like, no. Do you, have you ever gone? I my sister likes to go. I went once and got like one thing at Brookstone. My, I don't know. I I just like the fact that it happens because I feel like. Talking about why I love Thanksgiving, I love how it's like a three-day stretch where mm-hmm. it's like you, even Wednesday is kind of a holiday because it's like you're off and you're spending time with family and you're anticipating. And some people are getting food ready that night. You've got Thanksgiving on Thursday, Black Friday on Friday, and then you've got Ohio State, Michigan usually that, that Saturday after. But not this year. This year yeah. it's going to be all the way in December 12th. Another, so. another underrated aspect is where um, on Thanksgiving is – Every every TV channel is playing marathons. So there's like one channel will have a James Bond marathon. ABC yeah. Family usually does Harry Potter weekend. Um, I've seen Star Wars played a lot because you're all at home, you know, and just watching TV. And you're like, oh, James Bond. Oh, Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets. Oh, um, The Mandalorian. Ghostbusters. We can, yeah, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. I'm not a big movie. Underrated movie, by the way. Don't, don't tell past guest Logan Everhart this. <laughs> But I am not a big TV or movie guy. Hmm. But around Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, one channel usually does all the the whole Hobbit trilogy and then the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Probably my favorite movies ever. And my mom is super into it as well. So I I am with you there. I I, I can I can hop on the bandwagon for that. On the on the Thanksgiving movie weekend. Yeah, we've um yeah, we've talked a lot about Thanksgiving and food. Um, we're going to go into a quick break. We're going to talk about why we like other holidays right after the break. We are here at our mid-show break introducing our newest segment, Tub Thoughts. Tub Thoughts. Tub Thoughts. Where we go around and say the first thing that pops into our head. And I'm gonna we're going to open it up with our holiday expert flown in from Duluth, Minnesota, Dutch Bjorland. Go right ahead. All right, here we go. Ears look really weird. All right, I'll be up next. Why are there so many different bottled water companies? Why is Providence a state capital? Pigs are really gross, but we still eat them. I had a pet pig, but also, why are air conditioner units that shape? Is the whole world a balance beam, or is that just a mental construct? How many legs does a table need to be considered a table? Who invented window blinds? Why not just use curtains? Do you think if the Big Ten and the Pac-12 were both bars of soap, they would get along? Trees are just big grass. (laughs) 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 And with that, I think that wraps up Tub Thoughts. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) That was a good segment. Yeah, trees are big grass. Big, big grass. They are big grass. <laughs> Stickier, woodier, sappier grass. 
Yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, with uh, that mid-show break, let's get right back in at talking about holidays. Welcome back. We are still out here in the hot tub. And I think these chilly November winds are making me think of uh, a part of the show we haven't done yet. I think we have an ad reading. Is that right, TJ? We actually do have an ad reading. That's how we were able to, uh, with these ads and our sponsors, being able to get our, our new upgraded bathtub. So this week's sponsor is Cazuela's Mexican Grill. And specifically, North Cazuela's. Shout out to David, our main man there. And if you guys want to see us at Cazuela's tomorrow evening, Tuesday, November 2nd, Monday, November 2nd, we are going to be eating the Mucho Macho Burrito Challenge, which is a super spicy burrito. If you win, you, you have to finish it in 20 minutes. You get a t-shirt, you get the meal for free, and you get your photo on the wall of fame. So catch us there. And also, if you can't make it out to the live showing, you can meet, you can see it on YouTube, Columbus Food Challenges, next week. That's my new YouTube channel in part of our multimedia mogul empire. And if you go, you'll get to meet a holiday expert flown in from Duluth, Minnesota, Dutch Girl and himself. So um, be sure to make it out there. Now that we've uh, done our ad reading, I think it's time to transition to what we like about other holidays. Uh, Seems like seems like it's a good time to talk about Christmas too. I don't know. What what are your thoughts, Dutch? Yeah, I I, I was thinking about uh, going around and uh, saying our favorite traditions from other uh, other holidays. And my favorite holiday tradition uh, happens to be on Christmas, and that is we go to my cabin in Northwest Wisconsin every Christmas on Christmas, and. Everybody gets together and we have a good meal and the cabin is on a lake and we have a sauna right next to the lake and we'll take out a chainsaw and cut a hole into the ice. Everybody of all ages will get into the sauna and get steaming hot and we'll, we'll jump in the lake, see you can stay in the longest and we'll go back and forth for a few hours. Flirt but with hypothermia. Yeah, it's, it's fun. You feel like you're you're like a Viking and you feel like you're from the, uh, from Scandinavia. And I, I think that's pretty fun. I think, I think growing up in Ohio, our equivalent is getting out of the hot tub and running into the snow and then running back. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple of videos of that. You sent me when your family does that on Christmas. It, it just looks amazing. I wish that I would be able to just jump in my, my pond or something like that on Christmas. Well, you can always get in the shower, <laughs> turn it all the way hot <laughs> And run outside and get back in the shower. Wake up those nerves, the skin nerves. The trailer park hot tub is just a hot shower. (laughs) I think while on the topic of Christmas, I think it's always held such a special place in my heart because my birthday is December 28th. So even outside of October to January being the holiday stretch, Christmas to New Year's is my special holiday stretch. Mm -hmm. It's like Presentsville for me. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I've always loved Christmas. I think it's my favorite holiday. Um, I think it's like the family aspect is huge. Um, the anticipation for presents, which has kind of dimmed since I was younger, but I still love, um, I guess a tradition that I really enjoy, um, with my family is, is going up again to grandma Mearson's, um, and doing, uh, the white elephant gift exchange. Oh, um, those are always good. We, um, We'll hand out presents and everyone, we're just such a loud family. Everyone will cheer and chant all the time when we're excited about presents or if it's like something like, I don't know, like, like some 
book my grandma recommended. Everyone would start chanting the name of the book. Um, <laughs> it's just a fun atmosphere. Um, and yeah, I've always loved Christmas, Christmas movies. We watch a lot of Christmas movies together. Favorite, I mean, favorite Christmas movie? I think I'll give you two answers. I think my favorite Christmas special is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The 1966 the animation, yeah. not the weird live action God people Jim Carrey movie, <laughs> um, and then you know you gotta you gotta mention Elf. Yeah, yeah. You can't watch. I don't know how that movie is so rewatchable, but it is. Like I can watch Elf three times, twice in a Christmas season, and enjoy it all the way through just as much. I would agree. It's a good movie. That's good. So I have a quick question. With your birthday being so close to Christmas, and you said Presentsville, do they combine your Christmas and birthday presents, or do you get two separate days of mega mm. presents? Or uh, it- here's the sad thing, TJ. I do get two separate days of presents, but it, I get less for each. Yeah. Just because uh, they're so close to each other. With my birthday being December 4th, it's not quite as close to Christmas. But I still get the same question. All right, at least I used to. And I would agree. You get two days of presents. But I feel like you didn't get the same quantity of presents as yeah. like your siblings that had birthdays in July or June. That makes sense. I would also say I think I enjoy Christmas Eve more than Christmas. I would have to agree, too. I feel like Christmas Day is so hectic, especially for me. Mm-hmm. We start out at one house, go to a different house, go to a different house, we come to a cabin. And then we usually drive back to another house. And that sounds like a week's worth of trips in one day. It is. <laughs> it's fun. You pack a lot in, but it's definitely hectic. But Christmas Eve is nice. It's just relaxing. And yeah. and you're and there's the anticipation of the next day. Yeah, exactly. And we um so my family's Italian, so we always do like the seven fishes and it's this delicious course of seafood. Um We'll make like I've never heard of that. Never go, heard of please it. go into depth. Yeah, so we'll um we'll have like clam pasta with like um like linguine. We'll have like lobster sometimes. We'll oh. have uh Rockefeller oysters, which are like uh I love oysters. Oysters with bacon bits and cheese cooked in. Oh my um, gosh. man. We'll do scallops. So do you guys have two extra seats at uh, Christmas this but, year? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yes. I would love to meet Grandma Mearson. Yeah, she makes it the names. best. Oh my gosh! And then, and then when when I go to Grandma Mearson's, you have the choice between like uh, like ling- like uh, what's it called, um, Alfredo and red sauce with the clam pasta. It's oh. so good. Wow, man, you guys sound like you really do it up big for Christmas. Yeah, we do. That's why I think that's why it's my favorite. Um, so does your TJ? Does your favorite tradition also fall on Christmas? So yes, it actually it happens a couple different times, like during the year. Um, but it's it's usually always in the snow, so it has to deal with like the cold and you jumping in the lake. But um, my cousins and I, all the time, no matter like how old we get or whatever, we always go out and we play snow football. Ooh. And it, it's so fun because the snow is like two feet deep. You can barely run, and you can always just like tackle somebody into the snow, and it doesn't hurt. Yeah, you can absolutely truck <laughs> your five year old cousin. Yeah, and then and he'll just laugh and he'll wake. He'll come up and his face is just covered snow and but and they're just laughing and they're like do it again they throw me in the snowbank so i love snow football and usually we end up doing that on christmas some years we have enough snow in thanksgiving to do it but usually it's only a christmas tradition yeah i um we play we play football in grandma mearson's backyard all the time 
I can picture the end zone right now. It's a closed, it's a closed line between um, the garden shed and a Buckeye tree. Um, <laughs> you, I've been a student here at Ohio State for almost three years. I've never seen a Buckeye tree. They're all over the they oval. Seem, they seem pretty rare. There, um, there's a whole Buckeye Grove in front of Lincoln Tower. That's all Buckeye trees. I don't know. We'll take. It's right across from the stadium. We'll take you there. You got a couple <laughs> while you're in town, too, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. While you're in town. Yeah, I um, I think like another thing about it too, about like Christmas specifically, is again like the watching movies with your family. I feel like that's always been a really meaningful part of it. Um, yeah, I don't know, but like. Christmas Day is fun, like we said, but I think the anticipation is gone. Yeah. We should make a Hallmark Christmas movie about three guys who are on a podcast in a hot tub, and then they found um, a nice family to have Christmas with, and it would be a very heartfelt, touching story right on the Hallmark channel. Yeah, and it'll, uh, it'll, it'll remind us of the spirit of the holiday. And then Santa shows up at the end, and he was one of us all along. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's all really good. Um, <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds wacky and zany. Yeah. yeah, we might have trouble pitching uh, pitching that movie. Um, but well, Netflix, being multimedia Netflix. moguls ourselves, we have yeah. we have a huge network of connections. You heard it here first. New movie dropping this Christmas. <laughs> it's called The Tub Boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, I don't know. It is interesting too. Like talking about other holidays, you really don't have anything until so. There's New Year's Eve, which we all talked about, stonks. Yeah. The, the next holiday is um, what? Is it? I mean, you have the small like Valentine's Day. Yeah, like Valentine's Day, President's Day. I don't know. I feel like those are kind of unnecessary. Yeah. And oh yes, going into your unnecessary holidays. Yeah, I guess I could kick it off. <laughs> President's Day. Valentine's Day. Um. And then you got like Arbor Day. Yeah. I feel like that's not right. I feel like nobody knows when that is. Yeah. Labor Day. Labor Day is a fun weekend, but yeah. yeah, You, why do you, why does it have to be a holiday? Just give us the day off. Yeah. I don't know. It's because there's zero traditions. It's just like, okay, don't come to work on Monday. It's Mm -hmm. just Valentine's Day is just an excuse to sell merchandise. And I feel like it's, only enjoyable if you're dating someone. If you're not dating someone, it just reminds you of it reminds your singleness. you that you're lonely. Yeah, which um, Dutch doesn't have that problem apparently. <laughs> yep, secrets out. <laughs> secrets out. <laughs> no, I I guess I will not be lonely on uh, Valentine's Day this year. But um, I'm just gonna. Cook I a will whole still probably myself. end up dropping <laughs> an unnecessary amount of money on something <laughs> that shouldn't even exist. Yeah, and even if you're dating somebody or married. There's still this like pressure to spend money on like, and I don't know those heart candies are not even like they you don't guys even like taste those? good. They're yeah, disgusting. They're... It's like it's <laughs> sugared chalk. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They can pro- could probably take it out in the sidewalk and just like paint a pretty picture. And do you? Get, I know at my elementary school, everybody was forced to write a Valentine for every student in the class. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes you get like a special Valentine from from that from that cute girl you've been eyeing up, but. I felt like that was kind of dumb too. You just forced a bunch of kids to spend time sitting at their dinner table, writing out everybody's names, using the tape and taping, taping the candy to the little, little cards that you buy at Target, and it's like it's a waste of money. Yeah, I, but I, I kind of liked having the like box of like the like cute box with the Valentines, and I could like sometimes it'll be the movies I like, 
and like I'll give candy. I we, suppose. It's we kind always, of fun for We kids. always had in my elementary school. There was always a uh, like a Valentine's Day box like competition. So like, everybody would try to like make their box as cool as you could. Like I remember one year, a kid, um, him and his dad, hot glued something together like out of cardboard in the shape of a dinosaur, Ooh. and you would put the candy. Cause you're a dinosaur kid. Yeah, <laughs> he put. So this kid, he. You'd put the candy in the, or the Valentines in the mouth, and then you would grab it from the dinosaur's butt. It's where we'd come <laughs> out. So it was pretty funny. It was a good box. St. Patrick's Day. It's fun when you're 21. <laughs> but I feel like it's kind of similar to New Year's Eve, where you, once you're 21, you have all these big expectations like, oh, this is going to be great. Go out with my friends. I feel like it's super busy. Oh, they jack up prices. <laughs> and you just end up drinking a lot of Jägermeister. Yeah, I overrated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is going to be my first 21 St. Patrick's Day. And I'm hoping they still have Green Beer Day. But, yeah, they probably I feel like. I mean, we were all 21 for this St. Patrick, Patrick's Day, but we were all stuck inside. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're right. Wait, <laughs> yeah, no, we, no, I'm like, going to be 22. What yeah. am I talking about? <laughs> He's, doesn't even know how old he is. But yeah, St. Patrick's Day is it's like way too busy. Um, hopefully, this month will be better. But I always like seeing on TV when they show the uh, when they dye the sh- Chicago River green. Yeah, the river that goes through Chicago. That always looks really cool. But it's the like boats driving down it. Yeah, it's also like 50-50. I even remember St. Patrick's Day on St. Patrick's Day. Why is that? Just because I don't know. It's like in the middle of March. <laughs> oh, because you forget oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, like yet. oh wait, today's St. Patrick's Day. Uh-huh. You know, like oh, like, oh yeah. it's not like that big of you know, not not because no you woke up in a bush and you can't remember it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that only happens on Christmas. <laughs> or or yesterday. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's just like after Christmas, it's a lame stretch of holidays until the summer. Like yeah. uh, what, Earth Day? Earth, okay, I will defend Earth Day. Because we're a big conservationist podcast. Yeah, we're a pro-conservation podcast. I was going to say the same thing. I support the meaning behind some of these holidays, like Memorial Day, Earth Day, stuff like that. But the actual day itself, there's no traditions, and it, it's just it's just there. So then, resident holiday expert Dutch, what do you think about all of these holidays like National Donut Day, National Girlfriend Day, National This Day? Like, I've seen people posting those a lot more, like on their stories. They're like, make sure you look out for National Sewage Truck Day. Yeah, yeah who like is coming up holiday. with these? Who is coming up with these and writing them down? Who's keeping track? I feel like there's an underground society controlling all these national holidays. <laughs> that are just coming out of nowhere and it's just an excuse for Dunkin' Donuts to say free donuts today, it's National Donut Day come get your free donuts and get hooked on our donuts and come spend more money on our donuts <laughs> Big Holiday Inc, we're coming for you Yeah, it's like, uh, what is that from Incredibles if everyone's super and no one's super yeah. It's like if every day is a holiday then there are no holidays, then there are no holidays. Yeah, what's going to happen to Thanksgiving and Christmas when these national cookie day, national ice cream days just keep getting bigger and bigger every year I feel like we might, we might be, be living that. in a society that we don't know what holiday it is and it's not. Yeah. It's like delegitimizing the concept of holiday. Yeah. It'll be, we'll get to Christmas and people will be like, oh, sorry, I didn't buy you any presents this year because I spent all my money on National Cookie Day. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas think, is canceled. Uh, yeah, do you think National Sanitation Workers Day will compete with Thanksgiving? The only one of those that I support is National Podcast Day, which is officially now. Today, November 1st. <laughs> yep. Same with All Saints Day. Today's a holiday, too. Yeah. Is this uh, Dia de los Muertos? 
No, that's that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. My birthday is Dia de los Muertos. Oh, we're going to be doing the Mucho Macho Challenge on Dia de los Muertos. Wow. Oh, man. Spirit of the holiday. We are going to be in it. It's going to be spooky. <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of holidays that are kind of not pointless. I'm not going to say they're pointless because they mean something to some cultures. Yeah. Um, but that are kind of pointless to the average American that I actually enjoy. And I think that Amayo is fun. I like I like Cinco. Blake, our friend Blake Dodson <laughs> goes big for Cinco de Mayo. I think the past two years he has made his own queso, made like a triple layer nacho feast that he eats, and he wears, he always wears his Cinco de Mayo shirt all the time. What even is Cinco de Mayo? Obviously, it's the fifth of May, but what what's the meaning behind it? Isn't it like Mexican Independence Day? Oh, that sounds right. Ringo I think Bell. that's what it is. I, I feel like it's very odd for us to celebrate that. Like, yeah. Can yeah. you picture some guys down in Mexico going out on the 4th of July and just tearing up the town because <laughs> the U.S. is Independence Day? It's just like another excuse, it's just to, another eat. excuse to, eat to eat and then enjoy a local margarita from North Wales Mexican Grill. Would Cinco de Mayo be in the same wavelength as uh, like Mardi Gras? Oh, I, I don't know Mardi Gras. I don't know Mar- what. I think Mardi Gras is definitely more focused down down there on the bayou. Yeah, but <laughs> more of a more like of Fat a Tuesday tradition. is another name for it, right? Yeah, that's a, it's, it's part it's of a cool name. Lent. That is a cool name because it's like the day before Lent when uh, most Christians give something out till Easter. Oh, so, so it's like an in, in like an overindulgence day. Yeah, exactly. So I, I've I've wanted to go down to Mardi Gras in same. New Orleans for a while, and now I think like. Probably not this year because I don't know what things are going to happen. But within the next three years, I will be going down to Mardi Gras because it just looks like so much fun. And Bayou food, Cajun food is one of my favorite, favorite cuisines. Have you also ever noticed that every movie set in New Orleans, it's always Mardi Gras? All the time. Because that's just the stereotype of New Orleans. It's like... Yeah, big parade, yeah. beads. Yeah. Purple and green and... Like yeah, a bunch like, of weird colors you don't associate with each other usually. Uh-huh. Like when I think of New Orleans, I think of Princess and the Frog. Yeah, me too. Oh, underrated Disney movie. I think it's great. I've seen it one time, but it's it's probably it's up there for my favorite Disney movies. Do you guys know when Flag Day even is? Flag Day is actually my little brother's birthday, June fourteenth. Really? <laughs> I knew that that was the date because my dad sells flagpoles and flagpole <laughs> accessories. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're looking for any flags, flagpoles, or flagpole accessories, uh, give Ross Bjorlund a call at True North Flagpoles up in Duluth, Minnesota. He'd be happy to take your call. <laughs> I've never. They are also a big giant sponsor of our podcast. <laughs> That's funny. I've never had anyone have any association with Flag Day until right now. Now you've met two people. Now I've met favorite two holiday. Stamp it. <laughs> Stake that flag in the ground. Oh, Flag Day is my favorite holiday. Do you guys do anything on Martin Luther King Day? Martin Luther King Jr. Day? MLK Jr.? I don't know. I, I mean, I feel everybody like- knows who he is, and like it's definitely something that should be remembered and respected. But that, like we were saying before, that's one of the ones that doesn't really have like a, a standard like tradition, like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas. But it is like still one of the most major holidays. Yeah. We get a day off of school and work for that don't we i think so so at least we used to yeah yeah i don't know because i know we used to get it off for columbus day 
but oh. down that's was kind down of was Columbus. Day. Down with Columbus. Remember when everybody? Well, not the city because that's where we live. But, <laughs> but a, a more important day around Columbus Day to celebrate is Leif Erikson Day. Yeah, October. Maybe the 9th. guy who actually discovered the, uh, America. Yeah, yeah, but he was also probably just as bad of a guy. <laughs> probably just as bad. But we have a big statue of him in our hometown of Duluth, Minnesota. Our uh, uh, what's it called? Past uh, guest of the podcast, Logan Everhart, when he came to visit Duluth, his biggest list or his biggest thing that he wanted to get done while he was there was take a uh, take a picture with the statue of Leif Erikson. I'm not sure why. <laughs> He's I, a big I didn't Leif even Erickson know that guy. it was there, <laughs> but he enjoyed it. He did, and it was a really good picture. He copied the pose and everything. Yeah, I mean, Columbus Day is quite literally canceled, right? Yes, it's Indigenous Peoples Day. So when they were here first. So when do you think people are going to start calling it Indigenous Peoples Day and make that transition? Well, usually that's what people celebrate. Or they call it that now. Yeah. But I think even like even in like Apple's calendar and everything, it still says Columbus Day. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know when it will be widely accepted that Columbus needs to get out of town. Well, well, no, you go ahead. I was going to say we also left out. The two other big December players, Kwanzaa and Hanukkah. I suppose. I guess. I guess that's that's not really our thing, but yeah. they're a, they're <laughs> a thing for a lot of other people. Yeah. I remember we had a in my music class a girl used to bring in dreidels uh, for Hanukkah. It was really fun. We'd have like a latkes and, and different Jewish and foods. It's like they pretty. get um, seven days of presents, is it, or nine? I don't know if it was four. I thought it was fourteen. I don't know. I thought it was twenty-five. That's. A, that's. A, <laughs> I thought it was four months. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, if somebody knows, we're not trying to be insensitive. We would yeah. genuinely like to know, like more about these holidays. So if you find us on Instagram, um, at Andrew Mearson, um, at TJ Gamrat Seven, and I, I don't. I mean, he's the holiday expert. He's holiday yeah. expert. Yeah. So we'll we'll put you in contact with Dutch. <laughs> I'm not even sure, and like again, I'd love to learn more about. It. I'm even not sure what Kwanzaa celebrates. I think it's a relatively new holiday. It's about African autonomy and celebrating African heritage, I believe. I think so. I don't remember. It was, People it know the recent. name, but they don't know what it is. Yes, and I feel like as the holiday expert, I'm kind of <laughs> a little bit leaving our listeners out to dry here. <laughs> I guess that shows that um, I'm not really sure how I got the title of holiday expert. <laughs> Can you um? We just hand them out. Can you tell us what day Arbor Day is? I can't. That's why it's overrated. It's April twenty second, I believe. See, <laughs> I don't think I don't think a holiday like Arbor Day can be overrated if no one even knows what day it is. Like I, I feel think like it's overrated cares. in the sense that it's a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like I mean, there's a day for planting trees. Like just, just plant combine trees that with Earth Day. Yeah. Just go plant trees all the time. Save the environment. I uh I planted a I planted a tree on Earth Day a couple years ago. It died. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's I guess that's an Earth Day tradition. I got asked to sweethearts on MLK Day. She threw a whole party for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And there was catering and, and everything. Yeah, and asked you to sweetheart. yeah, sweethearts. It was really nice. Oh, that's cute. So, would you put that as your number two favorite tradition? <laughs> Is getting asked to sweethearts? Sure, I'll put it at five. Fair enough. Dang, I guess. Uh, yeah, any uh, closing thoughts, Mr. Holiday Expert, before we uh, wrap up and, and look forward to the holiday season that awaits us? I think the biggest takeaway from today's episode is down with the big holiday 
bad guys. Down with Big Holiday. Big Holiday. Big Holiday. Big Holiday is bad. <laughs> and cherish the good holidays. And you know what those are. Thanks, yeah. Don't Don't let them slip. Keep them here. Mm-hmm. We have to fight. This is a call to all of our listeners to fight for holidays. It's yes. a real cultural battle right now. Don't let Big Holiday turn holidays on its head. Keep your head in the game. And that's how it goes. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> we're, we're still working that out. Well, thank you again, uh, Dutch Bjorlin, for flying in from Duluth for this very special holiday episode to ring in the holiday season. Um, yeah. Again, if you guys have anything else you want to talk about, um, DM us on Instagram. Um, we're going to be starting a new, uh, launching a PR campaign, so look for our ads on campus. Um, tell your friends about the show. Uh, we'd love more listeners and, and to get more people connected. Thanks, guys. So thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Good night, guys.